A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from GoodSort7315 and says, Am I the arsehole for hiding my savings from my fiance? I recently got engaged to my fiance after two years of dating. And told her we should probably start looking at houses she told me that we didn't have the money for a deposit on a mortgage but i personally have a lot of money in savings it's a little bit more than 160,000. my girlfriend was initially just shocked because it is a lot of money for a 24 year old to have saved i've been extremely lucky in life after a couple of days she began to be annoyed at me she felt like i was hiding this from her i told her that i didn't hide it from her I was just raised to not talk about personal finances with anyone other than someone you are married to. And I figured engaged is close enough that I'm happy to talk about it. I also said that I had actually used these savings to help her before. I paid her rent a few times when she couldn't and paid for a couple of thousand dollars for a dog to get surgery. She was still quite angry and has been giving me the silent treatment for the past day. My parents don't see the problem. Uh, her parents understand my perspective, but think I should have told her when we moved in together last year. None of our friends know because I don't feel comfortable talking about it with them. I've already asked her if we can talk about it when she's ready and she just said she'd let me know when she was. I don't think this is relationship ending, but I know she probably wants me to admit I was wrong. I don't think I've done anything wrong. So I'm asking you guys more so out of curiosity for what others think. I gotta admit, I was a bit sort of both ways on this situation. I kept thinking about, I kept rereading it and going different ways with it. You said at the end there that you don't think you've done anything wrong. And, you know, I agree with you. I don't think you've done anything wrong. I think it's almost like a, a miscommunication or lack of communication, if you like. To me, it feels like you're in a relationship and you're at the point now where you're, you're talking about buying a house together. You're engaged. And you also talked about that you moved in together within the last year. I kind of feel like that's the point where your finances should have been discussed then we've seen in the past in these stories that finances can easily break relationships i can also see it from like what her point of view and you know finding out this information and then going oh doesn't he trust me now or something and i'm not saying anything against you know your fiance at all but i think prenups are a good idea in general and again i think the issue might come up again that it may be seen as another lack of trust, which is the problem. I personally don't see your fiance in that way. I think it's just a good idea to have prenups. That, that's all. You never know what life is going to throw at you. But Pinebox says, not the arsehole. Why exactly is she upset? You need to ask her this and listen closely to her response. She may think that because you have a comfortable savings, you should be paying more of the rent and bills. This isn't true. You pay your way with your earnings, not your savings. Knowing about your savings should not change any part of her life at all, so why is she mad? What difference does it make? If anything, this is a happy surprise. 
Had she been drowning in secret debt, she would have reason to be annoyed. As it is though, what's her problem? Kilian Nav says, Info, you say you don't talk about personal finances, but you moved in together a year ago. Did you talk about bills and finances at that point? Did the discussion cover anything beyond simply assigning responsibility for certain bills? E.g. you pay for electricity, she pays for cable, etc. Most important question, did you willfully conceal, omit the truth, or directly lie about your savings? Opie says, I never lied or specifically concealed it. There are moments where I probably could have brought it up, but I didn't feel it was necessary. When moving, we discussed how we'd pay for the rent and other things. I make more money, so I said that I'll take on more of the financial responsibilities. I pay for three quarters of the rent and the groceries. Everything else is 50-50, beyond just what we currently make per payment cycle. Nothing else was discussed. Throwaway says, no one's an asshole here. I get your point, but when you start cohabitating and combining lives, that's a big step towards a serious future together. When my ex and I lived together, we split expenses by income and savings to have the lifestyle we wanted, but we're also budget conscious. My guess, your fiance feels like either you weren't splitting things equally or she spent time feeling guilty when you helped her out, thinking she was more of a burden on your finances than she was. Impossible trainer says these Reddit comments are already making her a gold digging whore. Like, come on. If she was a gold-digging whore, she wouldn't have been with him in the first place because in her mind, he didn't have any money. I think her problem is that she thinks that you lied to her or maybe that you purposely hid it and she thinks that you have maybe hidden other things too or that you didn't trust her till now to talk about big things. Or maybe she is embarrassed that you can help buy a house and she can't and that's why she is angry at herself. And one more comment from Snug Fever who says not the asshole, but I understand why she might be peeved. You did nothing wrong by hiding your wealth, but... The reveal may have changed the dynamic of the relationship. Your fiancé may be uncomfortable with the fact that you're able to, and have historically, aided her financially when she was unable to cover herself. I presume she doesn't want someone to take care of her and instead wants a partner who she can work with together. But the fact that you have a lot of wealth for someone your age may mean that there is now a bit of a power imbalance in the relationship. I don't know what I'd do in your situation, but as someone who is not financially well off, the realization that my partner was actually very wealthy would fuck with me a bit, making me feel like they may feel entitled to have the final say on big future financial decisions, or maybe even that I was being a drain slash burden on them or whatever. A relative lack of wealth alters a social position relative to your own, and she likely has new feelings of inadequacy or even embarrassment. Some people here have suggested that she is thinking about how she would spend the money, or that she is expecting you to spend more on her, I think this is an extremely uncharitable take. If she wanted your money, she would have backed off now. She isn't being immature by any means. Taking a moment to understand the new situation is the right and smart thing to do. She's just adjusting to the realization. Hope you managed to work things out. So OP does update the post and says, my fiance and I've spent the last week talking a lot about this. We started talking about it the day after my post. There was actually a lot to talk about because she had a lot of thoughts and feelings. When we started talking, I told her about the post very quickly. She was initially put out by me making the post after I explained that it was more for me to make sure I hadn't done something egregiously wrong and let her read through it at her own pace. She was more okay with it. Though I did warn her that a lot of the comments were making wild assumptions about her. After she'd read through my post, a few comments and my replies, we talked about it a little. The main thing we talked about from the post was the silent treatment. She was very apologetic and let me know that it wasn't her intention to be giving me the silent treatment but 
can absolutely see it would feel like that to me. She said that she was just struggling to pass through a lot of thoughts and emotions. Like I said in a comment, a big part of where our communication broke down was my flippancy when it came to helping her with money previously. For me, it was showing that I was able to do it without hurting myself financially. For her, it was me trying to stop her from worrying. Without the information I had, I can definitely see how she thought that. She'd always just assumed I was only doing a little better than her. There was also a little bit of feeling bad about herself because of this. She is 26 and felt like because I was younger and had much more, she had failed. I reassured her that it wasn't a reflection on her and that I had just been very lucky. She asked me how I got the money and said that she was also concerned I had done something illegal to make it. I broke down how I saved the money in detail for her. She also expressed that she'd already felt unworthy of me because I do so much for her. I reassured her that I did things for her because I loved her and that hadn't changed. I also explained everything she does for me and how to me I feel like she does much more for me. She was also worried about the power dynamic that this created. I reassured her that I didn't see us as any different and that what was mine I viewed as hers. She also said she was worried about what else I was hiding from her and I reassured her that I wasn't hiding anything. I told her she was free to look through anything of mine anytime she wanted. She told me it wasn't necessary and that it was an emotional concern, not actual distrust. Obviously, a week of reassurance isn't going to solve a lot of these emotions. We both already go to therapy separately and she is planning on bringing up a lot of this to a therapist by herself. She also decided that couples therapy would be a good idea. Not to repair our relationship because neither of us think it's broken, but to strengthen it and allow us to talk about the ways to mostly effectively communicate with each other. A quick overview of the comments below this one. A lot of people saying, you know, rare communication win in this situation. Other people saying, you know, she's manipulating you and all this kind of thing oh dear me i think a lot of the comments are more on the positive side on this one but now i'm gonna turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's crack on with another story and our next story comes from throwaway save fiance 80 who says am i the asshole for wanting a child free ceremony I am a 30 male and I am marrying the love of my life, 28 female, in December of 2023. And we are in the crazy mess of figuring out wedding invitations. For context, I have three brothers. Otis, 37 male, who is married to Gina, 34 female, with two kids. Carl, 34 male, who is married to Nancy, 28 female, also with two kids. And Yuri, 32 male, who is married to Betty, 30 female, who are child free. My fiance has a brother, John, 22 male, who isn't married but has one kid and one sister, Tina, 20 female, who has a boyfriend, Paul, 22 male, and they have one kid. All of the kids are seven and under for your information. All of the family members are in the wedding party with Otis serving as my best man. You can remember all them names. You're better than I am. Along with all this, we have several friends who are married with children as well. All told, there are 22 children amongst our family and friends. And all of them are amazing kids, but they range in energy and demeanor. So when planning, my fiance and I decided that while it'd be hard to ask our guests to leave all of their kids at home, that we'd instead like to have a child-free ceremony. We'd provide a childcare agency to watch the kids during the ceremony and part of the reception. Introduction, first dance, speeches, things that are really likely boring for the kids. Then allow them after all that is done. We were thinking of covering three hours worth of the wedding. And the rest of the reception, the kids could join us and all have fun. We pitched the idea to our families and friends. And 
While everyone has had a varying array of opinions, Gina apparently is very angry with us. She called me saying it's not fair her kids can't attend the whole wedding and asked why we wouldn't want the kids at the ceremony. I said that the ceremony was the most important part to us and that we didn't want any distractions like crying or kids yelling that they're bored or anything like that. She practically demanded that wouldn't happen because her kids are perfect angels. <laughs> While I do agree her kids are well behaved most times, I said it's still 22 kids at a ceremony and one is bound to cry or make noise and we didn't want that interrupting our vows. Plus, I didn't want to single out anyone's kids by saying some were invited and some weren't. So we figured this was the best option. Apparently, she got agitated because she said if her kids can't attend every part of the wedding, she and her kids won't be attending at all. I didn't yell, but I was getting upset because Otis loves his wife and that would put him in a terrible spot if his wife didn't attend. I asked her to understand that we're trying to figure this out and she said, I'm an a-hole for even considering anything child-free, excluding their kids from our ceremony over something stupid and hung up on me. My fiance and I are in 100% agreement with this and everyone else in the bridal party isn't as hostile about it. So I'm asking, am I the asshole for wanting a child-free ceremony? Now, we've had this question come up before and absolutely it's a not the arsehole in this situation in the slightest. As long as you're prepared that, you know, a couple of people might not be able to attend for whatever reason. Even though I think he was very generous with, you know, providing childcare for parts of the day when it was needed. I thought that's pretty amazing of you to do. I personally think that you just need to stick to your decision. This is a them problem, not a you problem. But don't ask me, Chit says, not the arsehole. Tell everyone it is child-free. Be prepared to have a backlash and some people not showing up. Don't get offended if they decline and don't make an issue of it. Those protesting like Gina just want to argue. Don't give her the platform. Fuzzy Mum says, not the arsehole, kid-free weddings are pretty common, as are people who think they're entitled to exceptions. Hint, they are not. Your sister-in-law has the same options as everyone who is invited. She can come or she can decline. What she cannot do is dictate the terms of your wedding and reception. Tell her that you're sorry she'll miss the wedding. Tell your brother and make sure he understands. Don't get sucked into the just do it to keep the peace. You will regret it. The argument simply means your wishes don't mean diddly. <laughs> I love it, diddly. Opie responded and said, I hope he does understand. I'm actually worried that this will affect our relationship. I don't believe in keeping the peace, but I don't want to lose my brother because of this. And again, on the back of OP's comment there, I think OP's made, tried to make accommodations, you know, with the childcare issue. Now I think it's down to them to make their decision and you can't control that. They need to make their choices, whatever that may be. But glad to believe says, not the arsehole. People shouldn't try to coerce you to allow their kids to attend. They had the opportunity to do their weddings as they desired and they should afford you the same. You have to be ready to accept that you may lose a relationship over your decision. But do you really want a continued relationship with people who try to steamroll you over on your wedding day? If you allow kids, you'll be a nervous wreck the day of your wedding, worrying about what they will destroy. You would not be able to enjoy your wedding. Weddings are stressful enough without the additional stress of unruly and undisciplined kids and entitled and oblivious parents. I have never heard of anyone who had a childless wedding say they regretted it afterwards. However, I've seen many horrible things at weddings due to kids and parents. Babies and kids who scream during the ceremony and parents don't remove them. They scream so loud that no one could hear the service. In the video of the service, all that could be heard was a shrieking eight-year-old. 
kids who at the reception knocked the bride down when running. Kids who destroy the first dance by going out on the dance floor while their parents laugh and video their kids, not giving one care. It was disrupting a once in a lifetime event for the couple saying, they're just kids. Kids who knock the wedding cake over. Damn, this is making me squirm. Kids who take their grubby little hands and poke their fingers into cupcakes. Kids who are shrieking so loud that the reception music cannot be heard. Kids who throw food and drinks at other people. And on the back of that comment, I'm grabbing my own little one there. I gotta admit, I did laugh though, because I'm a child myself. The timing of it was just immense. This wedding, you know, the, the bride walks down the aisle, the music, you know, beautiful violin music is playing in the background. She gets to the front, the music dies down, then suddenly, little toddler Timmy over here, <laughs> let's out the cheekiest of farts and you know when you try to keep a laugh in but your body's not having it your shoulders are just going <laughs> it was one of those moments anyway <laughs> op does update the post and said first off thank you everyone my fiance and i read the comments and we really got some amazing insight we thought we'd get some you're the assholes but we got none surprisingly and it really helped us put our wedding in perspective it really brought us closer and we've communicated with each other so well. We also looked at the other stories of children attending weddings and those stories are something. We decided to reach out to other family and friends and ask them directly what they thought. As it turns out, the only people who are even considering bringing their kids are Otis and Gina. Everyone else is apparently so ready to have a child-free night and Carl even asked me why pay for the childcare since pretty much everyone we know isn't bringing their kids. So at this point, we only be paying for Otis and Gina's kids. I didn't mention their ages because I didn't think it'd be relevant, but just for context, they have seven-year-old twin boys. My fiance and I went to dinner at their house. When we arrived, their boys were playing in the living room and Gina sent them upstairs just as she was finishing up. We sat, had light talk for a bit, then I mentioned that their kids are the only ones coming to the wedding and that we're still willing to cover the childcare for just their two kids. Gina let loose, saying once again that her kids are perfect angels and that inviting them won't ruin our love BS. I could hear the kids playing upstairs, so I said, Like now, you hear them up there. What are they doing? Gina rolled her eyes at this, but Otis called for the kids to come downstairs. And when they came down, both of them were naked. Completely naked. They also had red and black marks on their faces. Gina, looking very annoyed, asked then what the hell they were doing. And in unison, they chanted, we're playing Survivor. My fiance and I both were holding in our laughter and even Otis had a moment of stifling a chuckle. He can't deny it. I saw it with my own eyes. Gina told them to clean up and put on their PJs and gave a look that would set us on fire if it could. <laughs> oh dear. I said, well, angels are usually naked in paintings and Otis and my fiance both burst out laughing. Gina stood up and stalked to the kitchen angrily. I yelled back, I'm sorry Gina, but the other two were laughing their butts off. Gina came back with a glass of wine and said, fine, fine, we're come, but you're covering a babysitter for the night instead of wedding childcare. If they can't come to the ceremony, then I'd rather they just stay home, but we'll come. Now you might think this is an unfair ask, but I'd rather drop $200 for a one night babysitter than a grand for a wedding childcare. But that's an issue for another day. Thanks everyone for the amazing advice. I'm so excited to get married. Opie added another comment below that one and said one thing I really wanted to add but I had a word limit on the update. Otis and I met weeks earlier to discuss and he absolutely had my back. 
was very happy the kids would have childcare and was always going to come to the wedding. He said he loves his wife, but I'm his favorite little brother, and there's no way he'd miss my wedding for anyone or anything. I admit, it got me a little misty that my brother was willing to say, and possibly do that. That led to the dinner stated in the update. I'm really glad this all worked out with communication. The nudity I could have done without though. <laughs> Kids, man, they are funny. <laughs> Don't give a shit. Someone did ask OP. They said, has anyone else taken a dislike to Gina? And OP says, I'll admit she's not my favorite sister-in-law sometimes. When we began bridal party planning, she really threw in her two cents about everything. I think she sees herself as a matriarch type figure since she's married to the oldest brother. She does the hosting because her house is the biggest. She can be pouty when no one asks her for advice first, and I've heard she wasn't happy to not be maid of honor, even though my fiance really doesn't know her or connect with her as well. I'm piling on a bit. She really is a great mum, and she loves my brother so much. When he was really sick a little while ago, she organized us all to visit so that he was never alone unless he needed to rest. As annoying as this whole thing was, I do love her like a big sister, and I'm glad she's still coming. And... I think that's a positive update as positive updates go, really. I mean, Gina's entitlement of you still paying for it and demanding that you pay for a babysitter didn't sit with me quite right, but I'm glad you're going to get the wedding that you want and it's going to be a little less drama. And you seem happy with it, so who the fuck am I to complain, right? Anyway, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for joining me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you for being absolutely incredible. And I hope, ah, oh, just naked survivor. <laughs> I hope I see you in the next one. Take care and much love.